Hey everybody, welcome to Minivan Men. I'm Al Madrigal with Chris Spencer and Maz Jabrani. Today we're going to talk about Maz's trip to Sweden. Got a little sick. How do you do a show when you have no voice and you have 104 fever? We'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about getting your kids into sports, and we're going to figure out a way to convince Maz's wife to let him put a basketball court in their backyard. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to the Minivan Men. I am Al Madrigal, joined by Maz Jabrani and Chris Spencer. As always, no guests, just us guys hanging out in my garage this time. Uh, we're here. I, like I, I sort of tricked out my... I have a detached garage in Los Angeles that is a little man caved out. It's, yeah, yours is a man cave. <laughs> yeah, gets, yours is more like a nice den. It gets dumped on a little bit because my yeah. wife, because I've been in New York and my wife, I see bags of clothes. I see a scooter, which we got to sort of bring stuff out of the rain. But I put uh, wood on the walls. That was my thing. I had sheets of wood put up and I stained those. I did a lot of this work myself. What's the um, wood for? I just put wood paneling up, man. I just thought it would look better. Look less garagey. Look less garagey. This was an unfinished detached garage, and I sort of tricked it out. We put these French doors on the front. Took off the garage door. I put this carpeting in. We got an old couch back here. I got my desk, and uh, all my books. I got two hundred and fifty-nine different comedy albums down there. Do your kids have anything back here? Yeah. Well, we got this air hockey table, and then I've got that nineteen forty-two video game. I, that's the well, video those are game. things that you can you can play. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know what? Honestly, like during parties, people come in here and play. I've got this sign, Dave Chappelle. But there's no like two. Barbies or anything. No, that's all mine is. Mine is just kids stuff. Kids. Well, your kids will get older, and you'll have older kids stuff back he here. He still has bikes and scooters over there. Yeah, I got a Hello things. Kitty scooter over Look, there. Look, there's a doll right there. I'm envious. Here's yeah, there yours. is a baby right there. Yeah, there. It has Finally, dog bites in his hand. <laughs> but still. That's right. So we're we're in L. I'm in L. A. And. Um, Again, uh, I read one comment on iTunes that said, love you guys, but that last episode was like an infomercial, which was not our intention at all. You're talking about we commercial, had commercial mommy. commercial mommy. We could have mentioned it five more times. It'll be another <laughs> infomercial. But we had uh, our friend Carrie Shahidi, yeah, and Maz was in, you were in Sweden? I'm bummed because you guys, I'm friends with Carrie. And her husband is uh, a cinematographer, great cinematographer. Great guy. He actually a great he shot guy too. Your thing. He shot my my uh, um, my two worlds that I did the Go Home Arab. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, and I got in touch with Carrie recently because my son is now three and a half, and he's got uh, the dimples. Right. And he's you know he's kind of like tannish. He's, he's a handsome boy. He's and I was and my my sister was like. Why don't you put them in some commercial or something? Well, that was the whole intent of that episode was for the exactly that same thing. But for no, the, the relative, you had to go work. <laughs> the relative no. well, that says, hey, your kid should be in commercials. And we were trying to tell people how to do that. Yeah. So, and did that, did that come out? I guess, we, I guess so. Too much. <laughs> well, because the funny thing is I've been, trying to, I've been trying to track Carrie down. She and I have been playing phone tag, she's hard to, tag. She's hard to get a hold of. Yeah. I've, I've been. And I gotta she, listen to go to commercialmommy.com. So, so now yeah. I gotta no, I gotta listen to that episode now. I gotta listen to that episode. If, find if out. you were talking to her husband, Efshin, she would tell you that he would tell you that she's hard to get a hold of. I mean, she's she's tough to Well, I'll just listen Farsi. I'll listen to the episode. That's she what I'll do. Farsi. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were in Sweden. So I went to Sweden. I went all the way to Sweden. So this is what happened. I uh I had like Which my, I wanna go. You hear about Swedish bikini team. Like, didn't we grow up with that? First of all, let me tell you chicks? something. Let me tell you something. Swedish women are hot. 
It's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, like you're walking down. I mean, I Tell did a little. All about a little it. I did a little joke at the top of the show. First of all, you know when you do a town, a city, wherever you are, you got to do like a joke about that city. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it can be as hacky as it can Slow, be. Throw the mayor's name in there. Whatever, whatever it is. So I was just like, I was observing. Uh, you know, it's funny because my my manager came out to help me. We're, I, we decided to tape a special out there. Right. Uh, the reason being that it's uh, it, the, I was able to find it like it's cheap, the, 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 much cheaper than doing it in the states. Because when they like, uh, for example, I got offered I think a Comedy Central special or some one hour, and you know the budget is probably in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand dollars. It's very expensive. And now listen, it's not that Sweden is cheaper because there's a lot of expensive stuff. But I happen to find because they have a they put a lot of emphasis into the arts. There's a whole artistic community. Right. Imagine like if NPR were a lot more prevalent. Right. Like they really are into the arts. They want to they, they want to see plays about right. whatever uh, zom the zombian kids and you know uh, right. child labor. I mean, they, they, not all, but there's a seg segment like right. that. less TV, probably less video games, more it. Intellectual, intellectual kind of and, and, and also like I said it's not the whole country the I just right. tapped into the right guy who had that considering because you're an intellect because I'm intellect exactly because <laughs> I'm intellectual no but this guy was able to hook up something to shoot something something out there um, so when that happened my manager said hey I'll come out and I'll help whatever logistically whatever so when he first came out the first couple of days it's funny we were walking around he's like you know, I heard about the Swedish woman being beautiful and stuff I, I haven't really known I go listen man. I go just, just I go look around a little bit more and I go, look, first of all, naturally beautiful. Who's this, Ray? Ray, yeah. Ray's out there? Ray came out. First of all, <laughs> naturally naturally beautiful in that, like, not a lot of plastic work being done. They're just right. all the, and this, and they just, something about them. I don't know what, somebody said because, like, I don't know if it was, like, the Vikings mixing with the, I don't know if Genghis Khan was there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> But the right group of genes got together sure. and created these really beautiful women who walk around like it's a catwalk, like the whole city is a catwalk, Stockholm. They're big. They're big. They're beautiful. And I, the joke I did, I was like, I knew your women were hot, but I go, your men are hot. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm, I sleep with all of you. Like, I mean, something along those right, lines. Right, but right, they liked right. it. They're like, oh, we are so hot. You know? <laughs> but, I told uh, you we are hot. <laughs> but no, what was crazy was, so this is what happened. I'm sure you guys are running into this. And this is all, this is all like, this is what we do for a living. But- we it's hard for us. We can't get sick. Like we can get sick, but we try not to because your voice is ultimately. Have you, and just really quick, have you ever been deathly ill and had to perform at the same time? Happened to me a few times before, where yes. my voice. One time at the Cobbs, around my birthday a few years ago, where I had planned all kinds of stuff. Had all kinds of friends coming to like to come to the show. Because San Francisco uh, Comedy Club, big, bigger comedy club, yeah. Yeah, and that's where I was, I'm from the Bay Area, and like around show one or show two, I started feeling it, and it was to a point where I realized how many different voices I do. I'm not like, I don't, I don't know impressions, but right. you do different characters. Accents, your parents. Accents, and all of a sudden, it all was just monotone the whole time. So I was like, right. yeah, you know, my son, like, you know, I do a joke, I go, there, I'm Iranian, my wife is Indian, our nanny's Guatemalan, my kids are confused. Right. You know, our kids are confused. And then I go into, like, how my son had a Guatemalan accent when he would talk. So usually I do the my do Guatemalan the accent. Sure, sure, sure. But here I'm like, you know, hey, Daddy, see you later. You know, it's like you can't yeah, really hear nothing. much. You're nothing. So suddenly you're like, oh, my God, this is something. And you get through it. But now what happened this time in Sweden, this is what happened. I'm sure you guys are running into this. I ran into a lot of people. The fr I hosted an event on Tuesday. I was filming my special on Friday, two shows. So you got to have your voice for that. You can't mess around. Yeah. Tuesday, I get there on Monday, 
the people that are picking me up and driving me around town, a lot of them, these, you know, said it was this Iranian event. So a lot of them, hey, good to see you. And Iranians like do the kissing on the side, cheek, 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 you know, cheek to cheek kissing. Hey, kiss, kiss, hug. Oh, you yeah, see yeah. slow mo germs yeah, coming slow-mo germs, right but at you. Afterwards, mm-hmm. yeah. And afterwards, they're going, oh, I'm, I'm really sick though. Yeah, I'm trying I to just I'm, kiss you on the face, but oh, I, I should tell you, I am feeling horrible. Yeah, I'm like, dude. You tell me that beforehand, <laughs> yeah. we do a fist bump, we move on. Yeah, exactly. Give I was that. left and right, I was getting that. And then I was like, oh, man. And I've been I've been proud of myself because I've been taking these pills. Speaking of infomercial, there's a pill at, at Whole Foods. It's called Gaia, G-A-I-A. And they give you, it's an immune booster. I've been taking those. I used to get sick like five times, six times. Like every other month I was getting, like twice, like once a month I was getting sick, actually. I haven't gotten sick in a long time because of these immune boosters. So I was like, man, I am invincible. Well, not to the Sweden cold. So I get the Sweden cold, and I'm like, I got to nurse this baby. And I'm kind of trying to nurse you it. You still sound sort of sick right now. I got a little just... bit. I'm still lingering. So first show just Friday night. You just on the cheek, too. Huh? Yeah, I just kiss you on the cheek. <laughs> we, just, we just made out. First show Friday night. Get through it, but I'm feeling the throat, man. And now I'm like getting lozenges. I'm having tea, and I'm taping. That's the problem. I'm, this is this is gonna be. I'm gonna try and sell this to a network. So second show, I'm like, I gotta get through this, man. I get through it, and like, there's a couple of moments where the voice isn't. I can't go 100, percent but I'm like, right. this is gonna make it, make it finish. Now the next day, I'm supposed to wake up at five in the morning to go to the airport. Both shows sold out, packed. Both shows out. sold out. It's 400 seat theater. I, Sweden, I I got like a I do pretty well in sweet Stockholm. <laughs> I do pretty well in Stockholm. It's, it's weird. There's a worldwide thing, man. Um, jokes no, translate, no problem. Jokes translate, no problem. You're As not altering fact, nothing. Better than I thought. I, I don't I, do okay in Philadelphia. No, no, Al. The reason is, <laughs> Al. Well, listen. The reason you is. You hate listen, the Eagles, though. No, listen. The reason is Iran. I always say when when your country has a revolution, your people end up all around the world. Right. Yeah. And Sweden is one of the biggest populations of Iranians outside of Iran because they have a big, um, they have a very open immigration policy. Uh, so a lot of people went there. Got and, it. Yeah. Half Mexicans. It's a whole new thing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I do okay in Arizona. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Just because of the ethnicity, also, it really helps. And what do you think the percentage of, of uh, you know, Persian people in the audience? There's a lot of Persians in the audience, but there are, there's Swedes, there's other people. Now, here's the thing. There's a couple of things about the jokes translating. What's funny is I did I did a joke where I referenced Starbucks. And I, I could do the joke as a, I could make it a generic coffee shop, but... I can make it a generic coffee shop. Please turn off your cell phones and pagers during the show. Um, um, but I asked him, I go, you guys got Starbucks? Of course we got Starbucks. Yeah, you guys got, you guys know who Anderson Cooper is? No, who's that? You know CNN, right? Yeah, we know CNN. Cool. I'll just say there's a reporter on CNN during the joke. You know, you just, you just move right. it a little bit. The one thing that got me, though, I do a joke about it, about where I referenced Dr. Oz. I didn't even think about it until I was doing it. I go, blah, 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 this guy, Dr. Oz. They all are like, yeah, they know Dr. Oz. What? Yeah, some things that you would never, you know what it is about the Swedes? They speak English better than we Better do. than a lot of other European countries because somebody was pointing this out. They show a lot of American programming, but they don't dub it. They just they just do under, uh, the, the, whatever, the, um, you know what I'm talking about, Sub, yeah, subtitles. So they learn that way. Right. Like Somebody if, told me, my friend told me that uh, that this sitcom that I was on, Gary Unmarried, was the number one show in Finland. Yeah. And that I should go out there. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure. I'm telling you, the whole the whole Scandinavian region, I've done shows, Sweden, Norway, Holland, Denmark, 
they all speak English very well. And it's not just the Iranians coming out. It's it's people from that country because right. they speak English very well. And what happened, let me just let me just get to the thing, though. Here's, what, here's the crazy part. I get through those two shows. The next night, I'm... Host, I'm doing a sh- I'm doing stand up at a fundraiser in Monaco. What? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Because what it is, Persians are all over the world. About a year ago, this Persian girl, they, they, this Persian couple, Sami, perform in London. Really nice. They go, listen, we do once a year. We f- raise funds to um, we give it to the, the like uh, helps uh, underprivileged people around the world for their education. Can you do a show? We negotiate the deal. Everything's done. They buy me, you know, my business class ticket out to Europe, right? So it's an expensive ticket. It's a good, you know, I'm getting a good fee. They're going to raise some good money. She's counting on me to be there. I've lost my voice in Sweden. I got no voice going into Monaco. And it's wake up at 5, fly into London, two hours. Yeah. Fly into Paris, uh, into Nice, another three hours. Yeah. Drive to Monaco, 45 minutes. Sure. Rest for a couple hours and be on. <laughs> so the whole day, I'm ever, ever, I'm, I'm going international, just smiling at people. Would you like to, you know, sir? Would you like to uh, eat something? Mm-mm, mm-hmm. So you're not going to talk this whole time. I am not talking. You're Eddie Murphy in a thousand words. I'm Eddie Murphy in a thousand words. <laughs> exactly. Which which zero people saw. Nobody by saw the way. that. Yeah. Um. So I get, I get through it, and the whole time I'm thinking to myself, God, if I can't do this, not only. For not only does it, the the event will like the, this poor girl is like we scheduled this a year ago, the the event will suffer in that sense. Like she's like promoted me as the 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 only entertainment of the night. The event suffers. Uh, my payday, I mean not my, but you know the amount I was supposed to get paid is gone, and they paid for my business class. I'm gonna be out of pocket paying for this ticket. I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible. And I land there, and I get on the phone with her, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, whatever your voice. I'm like, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm going to have some tea. I'm going to take a nap. I'll be ready to go. And the whole time, I'm like, God, please be okay. And at one point, long story long, at one point, it was, you know, what happened was because I was sick, phlegm was coming into my throat. So when I did have a, like, when I did talk to a couple of people, like, out, out and about, like, if I were able to, like, make the, and get the phlegm out and spit it out, I was able to talk decently. So I'm thinking to myself, I might have to do this on stage in this like high end, you know, just be like, and the finally, you know. Is this another tuxedo gig? It was not tux, but it was close to tux. It was kind of like that. It was very much like that. And I was sitting there going like, I might have to be like. Badass suit. You know, my mom, my, my wife, I'm Iranian, my wife is Indian, my nanny is. Okay. No, well, you throw Guatemalan. It in, what you have to do is throw it into words. Yeah, She's Guatemalan. Yeah, and then and then and then swallow the phlegm. Oh. Ugh, hey man, it's a. How pain. do you travel with night really nice suits like that? How do you? I you, put them in the thing and I, I fold them up. Garment bag, fold, and then you you fold it nicely and you just hang it in there wherever you go. My wife puts everything in plastic. Plastic. Yeah. What's so that about? That's wrinkle. Oh really? You put it in the pl- yeah, like the cleaners bag. Oh, oh, oh the cl- oh really? Does that help not wrinkle it? She's she's a master at this stuff. I know my I know I'm gonna have to iron my shirts anyway, so I just put you know I right. put them somewhere. But the suits, I just put a garment bag, fold it, garment fold bag. it up, steam it when you get there. I don't even steam it. I'm ready to go. I get a little steam. I put it in the shower and just let it get a little. So anyway, so it's, you show up in Monaco. Show up in Monaco, and I get up and I and I bang it out, man. And the and and everybody's I, happy. Nobody nobody notices. Nobody, nobody notices says, the voice. voice. It was, was it at least as good as it is right now? 
Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was this. It was kind of like it was around this. I was. I was drinking, pounding the tea. The the night before in Stockholm, the, my opening act was this girl who's an actress that does voices, and she also sings like operatically and stuff. So she just she gave me. She first she hands me all these lozenges. She goes, take these lozenges. Then she goes, the honey. She goes, what you want to do is she goes, don't put the honey in the tea. She goes, drink the tea, but take the honey separately so it coats your throat. Then she goes, here's some powder. She goes, here's these six pouches of powder. It's cocaine, yeah. man. <laughs> She's like, you snort this. <laughs> yeah, you put no, up no. your nose. She, 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 she great. Goes, she goes, no, I swear to God. She goes, this is, she goes, listen. She goes, your throat is starting to close up. She goes, if you need to, <laughs> three hours before, this, this powder, this is cortisone. She Ooh. goes, you pour this into some water. You drink six pou six piece six pouches of cortisone. Jeez. It'll open up your throat. You'll get through the show. And then afterwards Dude, <laughs> she was trying to you kill you. Just so go she directly could... to the hospital. <laughs> she was trying to kill you so she could headline. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> she man. wanted to headline. I uh I was at speaking of sickness and we'll take a break. Um, I was at the Caroline's Comedy Club. I had a hundred and four fever. Oh broke God. on stage. Sweating, so I break out in like hardcore sweats. You went up with 104. I went up on stage with 104. Oh, that's, My that's fever seizure time. Fever broke, so I I'm as wet as like I got in the shower. Wet, hot lights, drinking a tea on stage. Can't talk. People start handing me napkins. Oh my god! From the audience, it's just that's how bad it was the whole weekend. Real quick, the worst me, show. Shaq All Stars, the first one ever. It's Kevin Hart, D. Ray, Tommy Davidson, me. Lose my voice. No. All those dudes are making fifteen to twenty. I was gonna say they all have TV deals. <laughs> They're all that show broke them, and I couldn't do the show. I had to turn into the warm up because I hope my voice was like this. What happened to your voice? You were. I <laughs> lost my voice. You were sick. Sick. I'm drinking apple cider tea. I wish I had some of that cocaine powder you had. Yeah, you could think cortisone. That's the key. Cortisone for everything, by the way. Cortisone shots. Yeah. Cortisone, rub it on. Is it's the cure all for everything, right? It supposedly it kills the swelling. You get through what you got to get through. Right. And you got to deal with your addiction later. Wow, there it is cortisone, folks. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. For an infomercial for cortisone. <laughs> Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, minivan men, Maz Jabrani, Chris Spencer, Al Madrigal here. Um, I had something interesting happen today where I went to my son's. My son's been playing sports the entire time. Little, You've seen him play basketball. He's insane. First of all, like he, <laughs> you know he's always been bragging about it. I go in the backyard. I said, let me see you shoot. He puts down his little Coke or whatever he was drinking. Boom, it's a three-pointer. I look around. like It looked almost like it was fake. So I said, Al, your son, he just made his three. Do it again. He's almost like annoyed like because it's so easy. I'm like, look at this little cocky dude. But he's not cocky. He's just like, you're, right. bo you're bothering me. Boom, hits another one. Three-pointer. <laughs> he's like eight, nine. He's nine, yeah. 
It was a natural. We had this little hoop in the backyard that we've had for the longest time because he showed interest right away. We've always had, from when he was tiny, we've had little soft stuffed animal balls around because you can get the, you know, the stuffed, you know, like the plush version yeah, yeah. of oh, a ball and a football or whatever, yeah. a baseball. And we tossed that when he was a baby. And then, you know, older enough for the little tykes basketball hoop the plastic one yeah he had that and you raise it up we even propped it up we put something in there to extend it beyond where it should have gone and he would shoot on that and we had the things above the doors and we shoot that on that and then i bought him this pottery barn a little hoop that he has in his uh he still has in his room to this day and we'd shoot nerf stuff in there and so he's just been playing basketball for a long, long time. And then he's been doing the same thing with soccer. Soccer, he just really sort of took to sports. He loves sports. We watch a lot of sports. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me with his 49er season where he really started getting into it and sort of sitting and watching sports with me. But we just play a lot of stuff. We do this thing called football walk. We take the dogs for a walk and we bring a football with us. And I have dogs on a leash and I air them out. And he just goes deep the entire time. Best thing ever. Love it. Yeah. So, but I think it is, what I saw today was little kids, parents who don't do that, mm. then trying to introduce their kids to sports at nine years old. Hey. You can't do that. You can't catch them up. You, both your kids went back down to when we, we had everybody over on Sunday night. And I'm sorry you missed that, but... Jorge was here. We all had like this dinner. So much fun without you. Oh. <laughs> we did have a commercial really, mom here. We had a great time. <laughs> yeah. Commercial mommy. So, but Chris's kids immediately went to the basketball hoop, and everybody started playing until it was freezing. They were still out there. Yeah, and I, you know, for some reason, I have nine basketballs back there that are all pumped up, and kids were just shooting around. I, said, I looked three at kids. I looked at Chris and said, "This is why I put this back." here because everybody was playing but then you take your kid and you have a dad that hasn't practiced with them and tries to introduce them to soccer or basketball at a later age you can't do it you just can't do it they're there's competing with the kids that have been doing it the entire time i just feel so bad for those kids yeah anyway so play ball with your kids that's what i'm trying to put your court up i put a i bought I went out, and this is what happened. We talked about the Russian basketball coach, right? Yes. Yeah. So what happened was, after I took Dara and tried to take him to this basketball class, I go, you know what? I'll get a hoop. Let him shoot. I don't need him to be training for the Olympics with a Russian basketball coach. I'll just get a hoop. So I went looking for hoops. My first thought was, I always thought, I, I think of Al now, I'm like thinking frugally. I'm like, I'll go online <laughs> and I'll compare. Get a used hoop. Yeah. eBay. I'll get a comparison shop. I'll get a used hoop with a new net. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Comparison shop. I love local shopping on eBay. Local pickup only on eBay is one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. I've never bought a single thing off of eBay. What? Me yeah. either. And Dude, I, I should. And I should. user rating. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. great. I got my first book on Amazon for the Kindle. Last I get week. books all the time from Amazon, but and I never go for the cheap. I always go for the newer, more expensive. I got it on Kindle. It's <laughs> funny. All right. But, so anyway, so, you get a hoop. so I go so so first I did. God, yeah, we I are get, dads, aren't we? So I went to buy the hoop. I went to buy the hoop, and I went first. I went to like then I, first. I went to Toys R Us. I saw the prices, and I was like, huh. 
I'm, I can't buy right away. I got to do an Al Madrigal. I got to make sure I can maybe get, maybe I can get a better price. So Big Five is right down the street. Next day, I take Dara. I go, I'm so excited. I'm like, Dara, we're going to get a hoop. So the kid's excited. So we go to Big Five, and I see that it's pretty much the same price. And I go, you know what? I'm done Al Madrigaling. I'm not going to go back to the internet. <laughs> I'm going to live with $200 for a basketball hoop. I go, give me the hoop. The guy takes me to the back. He's like, ooh, this one's got a hold on it. He goes, I got the $300 one. I go, are you kidding me? There's a $200 one back at Toys R Us. So the next, poor Dar is like, what happened to the hoop? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I was like, you know, I got him something. I got him like a toy. Meanwhile, he's in a tuxedo just coming back from Monaco. Yeah. Where he can't spring yeah. for the extra yeah. 100 bucks for the. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, man, you've influenced me. All right. So the next day or whatever, the couple of days later, I go back to uh, Toys R Us. I get the thing. We put it in the car. I asked the guy, I go, is it pretty easy to assemble? He's like, yeah, yeah, you assemble it. Oh, my God. I bring this thing home. I undo it, and I get going. And it's like the it's the hardest assemblage ever. Um, there's like the, the, some of the instructions don't make sense. I got to double check. All the, all the pieces have lettering, like not just one letter. It's not like screw A, screw B. It's like screw A-A-T. Put, take screw A-A-T and input and put it into whole... BCB and I'm like what? no you know what it is it's two guys and a 12 pack of beer that's what job it is and it's an afternoon well that- yeah yeah it did it said it said you it said it said assemblage requires two people but I'm it's my wife was around I was like who am I gonna get yeah yeah and so, she she's I'm yeah. sure she was so very I did it on my own I'm doing it on my own at one point I'm like okay these screws because it says screw it in till it's like flush and I'm trying as much as I can with the tools I have. I realize I don't have enough tools. So timeout. I got to go. So so this job is half done for the day. You saw it was like half done in my, in my backyard. <laughs> buy a kit. You had half a half You had to go buy tools? Next he had day a half, I had to go out. He had half a half court. Yeah, next day I had to go out and buy uh, some pliers. And I came back and I got going again. I got going, get going. Now I get to like page 10. And there's a backboard that's supposed to come with this thing. So I look at the backboard and the backboard, the plastic, the, the actual plastic like backboard is coming off of the perimeter it's not like it, got a it, bad board the ba- i got a bad board i'm like are you kidding me happened to me target online yeah same thing with this who had to send it back got a bad ba- so now i'm like okay well there's a phone number so i call the phone number and they're like and it, you know there's still sunshine out so i'm like is you know someone's gonna answer and they go, you know, we close at five. So I look at the thing, and it's like mountain time. I'm like, oh, uh, man. Mountain time. So now I got to call the next day. So I call the next day, and the dude goes, send me pictures. Yeah. Now I got to take pictures of this stupid backboard, email him the pictures, and now I'm heading out of town. So I'm gone for a few weeks. So he sends me a new backboard while I'm gone. I come back. I start assembling it again. End up with needing more tools. Because I needed, I needed wrenches. I needed like, uh, yeah, actual like wrenches. So now I go back to the hardware store. I get the wrenches. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to buy sand and funnel and a funnel too. Yeah, because you, you know a lot of I put water. Yeah. Right. Well, it said mine says put sand and then water. Yeah. So I get both. So finally, I come back yesterday. Exhaust. I, I start finishing putting this thing together. I'm and you're exhausted. solo, right? I'm solo. Gotcha. I'm sore. Now it's time to put in the sand. By the way, in the instruction booklet, they got a dude, a drawn dude, standing there pouring the sand in on his own into this tipped-over backboard, like with a smile on his face. 
I'm trying to do this. I'm like, it's the IKEA guy with a just circle head. And it's, then some, just a, it's some douchebag with a, holding a bag, <laughs> smiling. I first of all, the the bags that the guy gave me at the hardware store are 50, 50 pound bags. I can barely lift the bag on my own, much less put it into the the hole. By the way, while I was gone for two weeks, I had to put the bags of sand somewhere where nobody would get in the kids wouldn't trip on it. So I put it behind the house. I got wet. Turns out there's sprinklers back there. <laughs> I knew it. So now I'm trying to put muddy wet, wet sand into a funnel yesterday. And so finally Preetha, my wife, sees me. She's like, You need some help? I go, yeah, I think so. So she's holding the funnel. All is all the funnel's doing is getting filled up. Now, when this is happening, are you getting frustrated and yelling at oh. Preetha? Is there any like I'm what hating? Are you doing? No, no, not Preetha. I'm just hating this whole I'm like, what? And you're sick. See, and, and I, I'm sick. I quickly turn hating the experience into hating the wife. No, God bless her. She got involved at that point. I was oh, like, okay. thank God. And then poor Dara wants to get involved. So I gotta uh. take a, a plastic cup and cut the top and make it a funnel for him. But so I got family members trying to Get the sand in. See, I'm screaming, get away from me. No, no, no. There's no get away from me. The bag's too heavy. I need someone to help me. <laughs> All right. Then, <laughs> then, there's, then, the, then her dad shows up, this nice Indian gentleman like in his mid-70s, and now he's like, oh, you want some help? And I'm like, no, sir, it's okay. And you he's the like, voice one more time? Yeah, can you, could you like some help, Moz? <laughs> I go, no, it's okay, sir. And, he's, and the poor guy's bending over. I'm like, this is not good for his back. And he's holding the funnel as I'm pouring this thing in. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Finally, get the get the stupid sand in, pour the water in. My, now the neighbor neighbor comes over. Neighbor's a big guy. Now he shows up. Hey, what's going on? I just I finished it, man. I go. Can you help me move this thing to the side of my back, like the, the little as, the, the asphalt area in our house, backyard? You go. Yeah, we move it to the side. I realize anyone who's got a basketball net like this will know that little thing in the bottom that you fill in with water and sand is huge. It protrudes. Yeah. So now my backyard that was like, I don't know, like 12 by 12 has like a 5 by 5 big protrusion in the middle with a hoop. It's like you can't, it, it's ugly. It's just sitting there. And Doesn't it go behind it though? Yeah. No, it doesn't go. There's nowhere to go behind. It's behind it. Yeah. But, but, it, but it by big. wall, it's a wall. There's nowhere to go. <laughs> and at the lowest height, it's too high for Dar to make a basket. Oh my! I had him shoot, and he's like, he tried twice with the ball. He's like, <laughs> he's like, screw it. He walks away. So now I have a basket that I can shoot on. Well, you know what I did? Um, I bought Lorenzo initially. I bought a, a midway, like there's a tinier one. That's what I thought I bought. All right, and then I would just go back there and shoot all the time, and he would just come out and see me doing it. So you just go out there and shoot. Man. That's what's going to happen because yeah. now yeah, in the pro shoot, shoot for three years. Well, here's the problem: if this were easy to put together and uh, disassemble, I would go return it. Well, that's why you need a court in the back behind that detached garage. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm By now the way, the three hundred dollar one comes all the way down. I bet it does. <laughs> it does. It's a hundred dollars more. <laughs> and now the problem is, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to convince my wife. There's a back area behind the garage that nobody uses. Where you for had anything. a huge tree. Remember yeah. we talked about yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, there was yeah. a tree trimming episode. Well, she wants another tree. Fine. You put a little tree, but you're not going to put a huge tree. Yeah, yeah, and there's an area past the tree that will be perfect for cement. You will need to go on rhino courts or sportscourt.com and look in and have somebody come in and do a little fence back there and gut all that out. But you don't understand how magic goes. My wife has an aversion to anything sports court smort i gotta convince her 
that we can put in some nice cement where she can have like a get together in the back and blah 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 and I could put my hoop back there the as get well. Get together she has a trellised patio area for her. Oh, but I gotta convince her there's no way in hell. Say this is your this is for you and this is for us. Take Dara on one side, take your son over to one side and make her and the daughter stand on the other side and say, There's us and then there's you guys. My wife today, when I told her <laughs> I wanna want put this. when I told her today, I, I even thought about this because at first I thought exactly what you did. I thought I would put a basketball thing back there. I brought that up in the morning. She's like, no way. Then as I was by the other side of the house where there's like asphalt, I go, huh, if I just say asphalt, that way we can still bounce the ball on it. I say brick. And be, brick, whatever. I don't care. Something hard. I thought maybe she'd go for it. And my wife, who is not uh, a, a flower gardening type person at all, when I told her this, she's like, are you kidding me? The flowers, the f we have flowers back there. I go, you don't even look at the flowers. There's no flowers back there. No, they're dead flowers because nobody goes back there to water them. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody goes back there. I said, let me put the stupid. She's like, oh, it's gonna look ugly. I'm like, I'm. Then I I'm played, gonna come over and work on her. Yeah, please do because I play. Right. I tried to play the house value card. I go, well, the price will go up if you say we have a basketball court. She's like, no, flowers are you more. You know what she just needs to see is what we saw with. Little Chris and everybody going back there is like all the kids. Dinner here blast. next Saturday. That's what we got to do. You guys got to have me over. Let them shoot. I'm already thinking about. I have in my backyard. We have a big old one of the monster playgrounds. Yeah, you know yeah. the wood ones. It's yeah. cost like five ten thousand dollars. It was there when we got there. Once I saw this, I'm ready to move that. Move the move, pave the grass and put a basketball court up. They'll be out Plus, there for hours. What, what I'm saying in uh, that was all grass back there behind my detached garage. Yeah. And what I'm saving in water alone pays for itself. I need you to come over. Or no, first of all, this is the game plan. First of all, she doesn't listen to my shows, thank God. She doesn't listen to many Van Men. What we're going to do, here's the strategy. We're going to come over when you're, next time you're back in town. Right. We're going to do this whole thing. And we're going to have Kobe Bryant here. And Kobe Bryant will be here <laughs> with his dad talking about how he paved the back <laughs> and it paid off. <laughs> Um, anybody else have any strategy for convincing uh, Mazda's wife to uh, let him do this court? Uh, please write in, minivanmen at gmail.com, uh, minivanmen.com. Uh, big things coming soon. Uh, I've been saying this for a long time, but it really is happening. Look out, y'all. Me and um, our friend Bill Burr have been working on a whole podcast network, and uh, we're going to soon join forces with uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr's podcast is the Monday Morning Podcast. We highly re recommend that. He's a great friend of the show and a friend of ours. And um, that's all I got. Uh, I, it's great to be here with you guys. Yeah, man. I could have you back. We're, you. we're melting into this couch. That's this couch is very problem. comfortable. This room is, um, this should be the Minivan Men headquarters. I'm telling you, man. Like, we should take naps here. All right. Uh, Jorge, thanks. All right. Later, Peace. guys. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.